This is like the second time we had to redo it. The last time we redid it, it was like 20 minutes in. And it What do you mean, like not tan or like just yeah, white? <laughs> I guess saying, oh, I'm so white isn't the right way to say it because, like, I didn't mean, like, hey, I was like Urkel right now. No, it's like, I'm really, really, like, not tan. And I really tanned really fast, and the whole bracelet thing is really annoying me because just, like, might as well not even wear a bracelet. It's just look white under there. It looks like a new bracelet. looks stupid. Jane and Scott Podcast, number nine. Bill Gates iTunes, Stitcher. I think that covers it all, right? You know what's missing so. on your water bottle? It yeah. says instructions. It says, do not, but it says do. Replace filter every hundred gallons. Does that mean buy a new filter? Yeah. How much do they cost? Um, not really sure because I just got one like with it. Like I, it had an option to add another one with it when I ordered it. it Might have been like twenty extra dollars or something. But. I don't really measure how many gallons I'm using, so I just go by, like, the months, and you I think, think it's, like, like six months. You off? Like, it should be, like, 200, but there's, like, fuck it, they'll buy more if we put 100 gallons. Possibly. I don't know. I don't know how this shit works. I'm just wondering. Like, does it build up in there? Can you see it build up shit? I have no idea. I don't think so. Never looked that closely. Maybe yet. it doesn't work. That's totally possible, too. Just a whole big scam. That's what I'm wondering. I mean, I never did, like, a test on it, like, water tests or anything. I'm just wondering, it really just confused me. I'm not saying that's bullshit, I'm just wondering. Like, all I'm saying is that if I wanted to make something like this and make it bullshit, someone would call me out for it eventually, but I'm sure I'd get away with it for a while and get some money. No. <laughs> Probably. Anyway, the new Sleeping with Sirens album came out oh, today. Oh, God. And Skyler's not too very happy about it. And, um, I like some of it. I don't like all of it. It's not like I think it's like the greatest album ever, but I do think some of it's really, really, really good. I think it's a different direction. It's like, do you like New Blink? Like, different direction, like One Direction. Yeah, do you like New Blink? I mean, I, I haven't, still haven't listened to any of that Dogs one. Yeah, but dogs I listen. Dogs. I listen to, I know a couple songs off of... Neighborhoods? Neighborhoods, like the ones I had music videos for, and I thought those were cool. After Midnight and, uh... The one up all night is a weird one from Blank. They're like really different. When that came out, everybody started messaging Mark on Facebook like, "Oh great, you're in Angels and Airwaves now, Mark." And I was like, "That's just gotta suck to hear from everybody." But then the rest of the album came out and it was like, "Yeah, it's kind of Blank." But Sleeping with Sirens is still Sleeping with Sirens. I don't know. No, it's not, man. Dude, when they play it live, it's gonna be like full band though. It's not like they're gonna be like, "Hey." Put in the CD and press number two when we're ready to play our next song. I'll sing it over top. It's not like that. It's Dude, like, you don't fucking know that. I'm just saying, Kellen Quinn's not gonna go out with like the microphone like around his head and like go out <laughs> like boy band with his jacket, his silver jacket. I don't think that's gonna happen. I I saw one of the songs live, like I said on YouTube, and it was heavy-ish. I mean, I guess you it's heavier than pop if you have like a guitar, but. I don't see why you don't like it that much. Do you not like the songs in general, or you just don't like it because it's them doing it? I don't even know if I actually like it or not. I just know that I don't like Sleeping of Sirens playing that music. Really? Yeah. It's disappointing for you? Yeah. It's just like, it's, they might as well just make it an offshoot. Like call, like um, the guy from Never Shout Never, how yeah. he has Never Shout Never, but then he also has Eat Me While I'm Hot and like probably other bands yeah. Like where he like does different styles. Like They might as well just do something like that. I think it's weird because Never Shot Never used to be just him. What's his damn name? Chris Christopher Drew. Drew. Yeah. And um, now Never Shot Never is a three-piece band officially. Like, it has other members. But it's like it was his thing, like Chase Cole used to do in his basement by himself and everything. And, like, it's like that type of thing where it was like a solo artist that had a band name. And it was all him. And now he has other people that are officially in the band. It's got to be weird. Because, like, you make that name popular just by yourself. And then other people just, like, automatically get fit under that. If it's kind of cheap. 
We could say that about like any band that started and then like someone quit and someone else joined. Like Travis Barker. Yeah. That's very true. Like Green Day has that newer member too. That Jason dude who's on tour with them for like ten years or whatever. I don't know. But if they had a different band, I think it would suck. Like if Callum did his own stuff like under some other name, I think. I wouldn't probably listen to it. I probably wouldn't know about it. It probably like it's probably easier that way. If you market yourself as the popular band, obviously it's gonna be you that way. You know what I mean? Just disappoints me. I know it disappoints you, but I'm just thinking. I know. I just thought about it that way. Like, if I was you know Tom DeLonge and Angels and Airways, obviously aren't biggest Blink, but if Tom DeLonge released Angels and Airways, like under the name Blink, it would have been more popular. You know what I mean? At least gotten listened to by more people. But it would piss more people off. It would piss more people off. And that's, I read some of the reviews, and it was like half and half. It was like, I like it, or I hate it. So bland. I don't know. I like, I like the song Satellites, I like the song Feel. I like uh, some of it, but some of it's weird. Some of it feels like it's going to like start out heavy. And I'm just like, yes, let's do it again. And then it's just not at all. I just wish like one song they went back to heavy. But like, I'm still saying that they broke up after the acoustic EP was released. There was just some huge confrontation. Like, don't you feel like that was like a little bit of pop in there? But I mean, there's plenty of bands that do acoustic, not necessarily a whole and, EP. And go back and forth. Yeah, like maybe like a song or two on an album, like, like uh, a Skylet Drive did it. Black and Blue, that song is really You can good. basically call that one instrumental acoustic song that Bring Me the Horizon did on the, like their super heavy album you could call that mm-hmm. Alice Anna has done it The Devil Wars Prada has done it like everyone has done it but then it's I don't even consider it really like poppy it's like it's different like it's like hardcore like acoustic or something like yeah but then that new album is just no no just no man it's just cause it's so different I just I really like it I don't know. I'm not going to argue over it. <laughs> we went to Merrill Creek today, and we saw nature <laughs> and shit. And we brought my dog. And now we're just changing the subject, so I'm so mad. Um, You're mad. I'm, not, I'm mad. Why are you so mad? I don't understand. I. You're never going to listen to it, like, just for the hell of it? Nope. That's just horrible. I'm just saying, in my mind, they released two albums, an EP, and that was the end of the career, and the band just just, just broke up. What if, okay, what if Sleeping with Sirens just went to all screaming? No, I still, then I wouldn't like that, because then it would, like, totally change their image then, too. I'm just wondering, like, if you would not listen to it going either direction. So you just, like, want them to stay the same, pretty much. Not the same. Not, like, this, not, like, not progress at all, but I mean, like. But keep that same. It's like they, it's like they were in the middle in like a nice happy medium, and then they could have either gone like to extreme, like you said, where it's like super hardcore, all screaming, or they went like the total other direction, where it's like basically just pop music. Well, you think they're still gonna be on tour with like Pierce the Veil now or anything like that? I think they're gonna change that. Well, I think they're on Warped. Yeah. And I think, I think they're still going to because they still have that, the same kind of fan base. I mean, their fan base was always like screaming girls. Yes, so it's true. not like that changed anything. Now. Yeah, it's not going to change anything. It's just going to build up more Screaming Girls. That's true. Because not like those old songs disappear. Plus they can add to... I don't know, I think a lot of people might... You're going to have those people that are going to be like, I don't like them anymore. Fuck Sleeping with Sirens, I don't want to listen to them anymore. But... Honestly, know. I think that if they try to keep playing with a lot of heavy bands, people are going to get pissed. Like, even Alisana, yeah. when I went to... Me and Maxi went to... Uh, all-star tour and alisana was one of the last to play but like they're maybe not third as last. heavy as other ones are they they're not as heavy but they are pretty heavy especially for some of their songs and like people were just like didn't give a fuck about them there wasn't a single pit for them there was just nothing it was like totally different show it was like but they were still heavy and now it's like sleeping with sirens or new stuff if they try to do that i can't yeah. imagine what's going to happen i can't imagine transitioning between a heavy song and a light song like that mm-hmm. like where you build the set around because obviously you want to promote the new album but people love the old stuff, and you mm-hmm. have to throw it in somewhere else, or everybody's going to hate it. Yeah, that's why, going back to Alice Anna again, they did that, uh, the first show that me and Maxie went to where they, like, 
played all their first album, the mm-hmm. entire thing straight through, and they're like, this is it. We have to, like, finish playing this stuff, because it was just... I mean, they're on, like, their fourth full al- album now. Like, they can't just keep touring with the same stuff over yeah. and over. That's got to be so tough to make the decision of what songs to play and not to play. Like, I have songs that I don't like playing anymore. All my old songs that I have, I just... I don't like them anymore. I have, like, one or two that's, like... Maybe I'll play my that song, uh, You're Alright, that one that you played keys on. Mm-hmm. And I... That's the only one I really, like... I think it's like still catchy, the chorus and everything. Imagine like, if I added that drum to it. I know, right? The little <laughs> bongo. I remember that because Dan had that drum in the corner, and he always used to say like, "If you want to add drums on something," and I was like, "I don't think it would fit," <laughs> but why not? And then, uh, yeah, I just think that I think it's got to be just a tough thing in general, especially when you have that much notoriety. I guess is the word that you. You have that much of a fan base that actually cares about what you do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not like they're just gonna stop caring if you just, you know, wake up one day. They're not gonna be like, ah, I don't really like them anymore. I mean, there's still always gonna be someone there when you have that much of a fan base. And uh, I feel like do something like that, you piss somebody off. I can't imagine. It's gonna be a shit feeling, especially like going online and seeing comments of like, your new album sucks. <laughs> I'm sure they tried really especially hard. from people that like their old stuff it was yes. just some random douchebag that's like Cullen likes the dick or something yeah, exactly. you know then it's like well people are gonna do that but if it's like your whole not your whole fan base but like huge percentage just like yeah I don't like this at all what sucks is like he's such a likable person and because he's the face of the band like no one knows anybody else that he's gonna take the brunt of everything mm. which really really sucks but I'm sure he does a lot of songwriting himself yeah but I don't know I remember like months ago when he was on Twitter saying like, oh, this is the best writing in my career. This is going to be the greatest album that I've ever done. And he obviously was trying really, really hard to like impress everybody and keep mm. it up. But I don't know, like, it also depends on the producer. That's the same producer that did the heavy album that they started with. With... With uh, eyes to hear and ears to see. Yeah. There's something fucked up like that. And then, uh, yeah, it sounds like completely different. I just find that weird. Like, if it was a totally different producer, I could totally see, like, oh, well, they got a weird dude, and <laughs> here they are, and now they ended up with this. Like, if Backstreet Boys, you know, created a metal album, that's what I'm equivalent to. With an old producer that they've had before. <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's... The whole situation is just... I wanted to like it more because of how much it reminds me of their old stuff, but it doesn't. It's not like, like when I popped in Neighborhoods by Blink after they came back from their hiatus or whatever, I wanted to pop it in and be like, oh, this is all those songs that could have came out if they never broke up, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, this is what I used to love about Blink, but this is like liking a whole new band almost, you know what I mean? It's like having to, it's a new sound completely. It's not like they're copying off anybody, but it's still having to compromise almost. Um, do you know your bands like that that have changed like that? Yeah, like, there are some, but I don't think I've ever, at least bands that I like, yeah. known a band that changed that drastically. Like You said Bring Me the Horizon's vocals have changed, right? They changed a lot, but, like, they changed in a sense, like, they were basically considered, like, deathcore for their first album, yeah. and then, like, went to metalcore, which is, like, it's, I mean, it's a genre change, so it is a change, but, I mean, it wasn't going from, like, I don't think it was as drastic as Sleeping With Science. I really. find it very interesting how many bands start out punk and then change. Like, you know the Goo Goo Dolls, the original band that does Iris? Yeah. They were originally, like, hardcore punk back in the day. Like, you couldn't understand a word they were saying really fast, really, really <laughs> shitty. But, like, good shitty. Like, when I say good shitty, like, good shitty, like... Like that I one band that. you showed me that, like... Scared of Chaka, I think it was. I showed you one time. The, uh... The one that sounds like totally different on the album version from the live version you showed me. Oh, the Germs. Yeah, the Germs with uh, Pat Smear. And you know what I love about that is that Pat Smear, you know, he ended up with the Foo Fighters and everything. The Germs like didn't give a fuck. And if you played punk rock back then, you like hated the Beatles. You hated all the <sighs> mainstream. The mainstream. That's what I want to go for. And when they did the Paul McCartney thing with Nirvana. 
because he was in, you know, he was touring around with Nirvana and everything. It was so weird seeing him share a stage with Paul McCartney and, like, Paul McCartney introduced him and everything. That was, like, you know, if you had told him that back in the day, he'd be like, dude, fuck you, I'm not, I'm not going to be on stage with Paul McCartney. Some of those guys, though, really did like that stuff, but they just, like, no, I don't like that, man. That's just stupid. And they just, like, played it off. But those guys were pretty fucking hardcore back in that day. But I like the album version better than the live version because you could actually understand words that they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound like he's dying. I don't know. Any, any other bands that you can think of? I did remember... What's that album with uh, New Jersey Legion? Homesick or... Homesick. That's their first one, right? Or one of the first ones? No, that was like their third. Really? Yeah. What's that one album where there's like all the old people on the cover? That's their old record, which is like a redone version of their original album, which I don't even know what the real name is of. Really? Yeah. They have that song on there, When Three's a Crowd. It's acoustic. I don't know if you know that. It's so good. But I don't know anything else off that album. I never like looked into it. A lot of it is like on their second album. Not necessarily a lot of it, but there are like quite doubles. a few songs. Yeah, but they like change the spelling, like Heartless on the old record was spelled like heart space less that's weird like they would so then I guess people that own like the original record wouldn't end up with like a whole bunch of doubles in their iTunes or something when uh Blink did their whole cassettes and everything like they went to CD like the, you look at Buddha and Cheshire Cats all those doubles mm. and it's like it's frustrating but they're a little bit different like the intro will be different not actually getting any power but that's okay you're not getting any power I still have 64% battery, but I'm not getting any actual power. Come on. Is now? No. Is now? Still now. Really? Yeah. Maybe it's just a dead hole, whatever. You will find out. Well, what else is plugged in there? Is that shit working? Now it's working. Yeah, I fucked it up. <laughs> my bad. Where are my laptops all fucked up? My B. How much? How far are we in? Like 20 minutes? 17. Oh man, that was fast. Um, I like a day to remember, but they get too heavy for me sometimes. Like, I don't know. Not that I don't like it. Just that sometimes, like, the only thing I don't like about heavier music sometimes is that the structure throws me off. Like, when I listen to pop punk, it's, like, really mellow during the verses. And the choruses are so big. But, like, when I listen to heavier music, to me, in my ears, it's, like, everything's big. You know what I mean? Like, it's... I have it's a hard time deciphering everything. It's almost sometimes. Like, a lot of times, especially in, like, metalcore, but that has clean vocals, it'll be, like, screen verses and, like, clean choruses. So it's exactly. almost, like, the exact opposite. So it throws me off. I'm not used to that. And, like, Day to Remember does that sometimes. Mm. Um, the first time I heard... I'm made of wax, layer where you made of, is that what it's called? The one where they're on a baseball field and the guy from the Devil Wars Prada of there. And they're screaming at each other? Yeah. That was so heavy to me. I was <laughs> like, I cannot listen to this at all. And now it's like, eh, it's whatever. But I mean, that's why I like Sleeping With Sirens, because that like, had actual structure that I could follow, because <laughs> I was used to it. Like, that's not a huge jump from pop punk for me, but... Some other stuff really is. I, I don't know how I get to listen to it and like understand it. Like sometimes I feel like some songs that you were listening to today, they like have a weird breakdown after like the first verse and chorus. And I'm like, I'm not ready for this. Like, isn't a breakdown like a bridge? And it's like the structure is totally off. And on one hand, it's like, ah, it's really, really weird. But then I go back, I think like, that's nothing new, weird structure. Like, Queen was the king of weird structure. Look at Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. That shit didn't make any sense whatsoever. That just goes on and on and on for seven minutes in the back of a cop car, drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just weird to me. But uh, going back to Day to Remember and Devil Wears, Devil Wears Prada. Yeah. The album that came out before this, like album that had that song on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was for those who have heart. Like the last song on the album before, like all the bonus stuff was. Why walk on water when we have boats? Yeah. It was like this totally like anti-religious, anti. Seriously. Yeah, <laughs> and then like the next album they have 
the guy from the Devil Wars Prada Christian band come on. I was like, how the fuck did that what work? What bands that, like, do you think that I wouldn't know that are actually Christian? Is Manifest May Fire Christian? Um, because... I think they might be. I don't remember if I actually looked it up, but, like, the... Emily some of the said stuff seems something like was, like, referencing. I was like... Yeah. It's weird. And, obviously, Bless the Fall is... Yeah. Um... For a while, I thought Bring Me the Horizon was, because they had a lot of references, but they're not. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't listen to a lot of Christian stuff, because I don't go specifically looking for it. Reliant so. K, I, pop punk band, or well, they used to be pop punk at least, they're Christian, and I didn't even realize that. It was one song that the lyrics are, never underestimate my Jesus, and I was like, where the fuck did this come from? <laughs> it sounds... Ridiculous. I know. I was like, never underestimate by Jesus. I was reading, I was like, the first time I was listening to it, I was like, I'm going to sing along with this. Put the lyrics on my computer, I'll sing along. And I got to that part and I was like, I'm not singing this. What the fuck happened? <laughs> Threw me off so bad. But, uh, you probably haven't heard of them, but A Kiss for Jersey. I just have one of their albums. That's good. Sounds familiar. Um. I hope they're from Jersey. I hope so too. I never really looked into it, but, uh, I found the Wonder Years were from PA. I was kind of happy. <laughs> I love local bands. MCR. <laughs> Merrill Creek Reservoir. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really listen to much Christian stuff unless it's just actually really good music. Yeah, I don't like so. purposely go after it, but like sometimes I'll be like, was that a reference? Like I noticed Blink says God a lot. Ancient mm-hmm. Airways has letters of God. Star of Bethlehem. Star of Bethlehem. Um, Boxcar Racer even had the first Letters to God and then they had Letters to God Part 2 by Angels and Airwaves and it's like it doesn't bother me at all I listen to it I don't care singing along with it it's not like I you know not like I sing and I'm like oh I was stupid for me to sing but it just it's weird to think about some bands that are like that that randomly throw that in mm-hmm. especially Blink because of how much other crazy shit they've ever done like fucking a dog and whatnot, and then they randomly talk about God and it's in the song "Not Now." Like God has a master plan, and I mean it's not like it's obviously believing in God. Like right there, you just you know you just say it right there. I feel like some bands are pushy about it. Yeah, um, I wish I could remember the name right now. But there's one crazy fucking band that was at All-Stars tour. Like, the whole day, it was, like, bands, like, Motionless and White getting up there and saying, like, we're all here for the music. We don't care what your race, sex, religion, any of that stuff is. We're all here to have, like, a good time. Whatever they were saying. But, um, and then this one band, like, them and Bless the Fall were the only ones that were Christian. And Bless the Fall doesn't, like, preach anything during their music. They just play their music. Now, are all Bless the Fall's lyrics, like, have to do with God or, like... Not necessarily all. Like, I think before when they had Craig Mabbitt, who then went to Escape the Fate, I think they were a little more uh-huh. Christian. But now they still do that. But then they also do, like, relationship stuff. Like, they did 40 Days, which sounds, like, mm-hmm. religious, but I think it actually has to do with his relationship. Yeah, I'm sorry for interrupting. I was just, like, I think, like, the writing process. Like, you know, how many bands do shit about relationships and everything? Mm-hmm. When you have that whole Christian aspect, that just brings a whole nother... Yeah thing to write about it would probably be so fucking easy to write lyrics if you were religious honestly <laughs> yeah i can't imagine because you can't overdo it yeah because for religious i mean look at people go to church every sunday and they're not overdoing it are they yeah so why would writing a fucking song about every song be overdoing <laughs> yeah. it yeah it's ridiculous to me anyway but um back i wish i could remember the name of this band but they were really good but they just got up there and after playing probably a couple songs and everyone was really into it going crazy and then he starts talking about I don't know it was something really intense but it wasn't religious at first I was like oh man like I looked over Max like this is about to get crazy like this is gonna get lit on fire or something <laughs> he was like owning the crowd pretty much yeah and then all of a sudden he's like talking about no premarital marital sex oh, and like man. staying completely clean like no alcohol or drugs and like half the people there were high and people started fucking booing him and I was like oh you just ruined your fucking <laughs> set man you just fucking ruined it you were having such a good show that's so weird like I think that's another aspect I didn't think of like if you 
do that, you lose a lot of fans, too. Yeah, like, they were kicking ass at the show, and if they just didn't talk at all... Yeah. People would have been, like, going crazy and, like, bought all their shit, probably, not even knowing they were a religious band, but then they had to go and say that stupid shit. And not just a like, stereotype, oh. either, but I feel like a black rapper. Like, Kanye West had that Jesus Walk song back in the day. Mm-hmm. Everybody was cool with that. And, like, most of the black population... Jesus, yeah, great. This guy actually was at least part black. Really? Yeah. Oh, Not the man. whole band, but, like, the singer. But, I mean, the fan base, I'm sure, wasn't yeah. black around you. So, I'm sure, like, for the most part, I think there's a lot... Every time I see an atheist on TV talking or being interviewed, he's not... He's usually ethnically white. Mm. Is ethnically white a thing? I don't know. Every time there's a survey, it says different shit. It says, like, what's uh, your race compared to ethnicity? And, like, the only options for ethnicity, like, Hispanic or not Hispanic. Like, uh, I guess so I don't have up. ethnicity. It's <laughs> so weird. No, I think that it's just, like, a lot harder to be... It's just, just the good and the bad. You're going to be judged so harsh if you're, like, Christian. Mm-hmm. But I think there's right ways to do it. Like, yeah. when Bless the Fall played... They would just play really good music, and, like, that was it. And they interacted with the crowd, but they weren't like, no pre-made Yeah, they're not sex. like... <laughs> it was like, oh, my God. They don't hand a Bible to everybody. Yeah. That's and I, so I always cool. wonder what, like, the Devil Wars Prada does, because I've never seen them live, so I'm just wondering, like, if I went to the show, is it suddenly going to be, like, people like, you got to believe in the Lord. That's weird. Because it's not like they're... The stereotypical Christian music, just that genre of Christian... Mm. Or it's like really chill, mellow people just like, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> so good, he came on my face. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway, like, they're a whole separate genre that, like, people just go there with their lighters and just, they're Jesus lighters and. <laughs> cross lighters. <laughs> they're cross lighters. <laughs> they're Jesus tattoos and everything. And they just, like, it's totally about the Bible and not much about the music, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody knows the songs, but they're more like, this band is helping me get in touch with God, and I feel close to God because, you know, I'm putting in the time for God because it's a Jesus-like song. Like, um, all the, like, hymns or whatever they're called at church, all they did was take, like, famous things from, like, classical music that they liked and just change the words. That's all that they all are. Seriously? Like, if you look at, like, a hymn book... At, like, the bottom of each page, it says, like, music from, and it's, like, Haydn, Beethoven, Bach, you know? Seriously? Yeah. That's so fucked up, so it's not even, like, real... It's not, like, legit, basically. They're stealing it. Basically, but, I mean... But the <laughs> but the copyrights, like, are so old, I guess they can just do it, so it doesn't matter. Because nothing's under copyright from, like, box time. That's weird. I wonder, like, I guess, you know, anybody can just cover that stuff then and then just sell it. Yeah. So, like, even if I wanted to, it's not technically owned by anybody because it's written by him. That's fucking weird. I mean, that's what everyone does. I mean, look at all the classical music that is produced now. It's all covers. I mean, everyone that is involved with classical stuff is basically just a fucking cover band. I find it so stupid, like you said, your teacher doesn't promote writing yeah it's so bullshit like that's the way it is with like everything though like they just think you have to go to school learn how to follow all those all teachers like that? basically i mean i don't remember having any teacher other than like my improv teacher who was totally fucking chill and he taught improv so obviously he didn't promote covering stuff he promoted making your own stuff but i don't understand that concept of covering because like i okay if you have a set and you cover <laughs> one or two songs i mean a lot to you that's totally understandable. I've done that, you know, how many times, open mics, whatever. When it comes to even being a cover band, that's just like, it's, I have a lot of respect. If you could play an instrument, you could do all that stuff. You already have like 90% of my respect. I'll listen to you or whatever if I'm there, like live. Mm-hmm. It's cool. It's a cool experience if you're like almost close to the band. But it's still just not the same. Like, you know they lack that originality. It's just such a yeah. shame. It's just the fact that like, whether people think so or not, they can create their own stuff, whether it's good or not. Mm-hmm. Like, as, as harsh as it may be, people can write some shit stuff, even if they are really good at covering. But it's just the fact that they're too afraid to put it out there, or they just don't want to create their own stuff because of some stupid reason. It's just sad. Mm-hmm. 
Like, if I wanted to, I could just still be covering my own stuff to this point since I started guitar, and I would never know that I could write all the stuff that I've written. Uh, it's a shame that people are like that. They yeah. Just don't do anything. It just sucks because, like, most of the stuff that I'm, like, most proud of with my writing mm-hmm. is either stuff for, like, an ensemble, so it's, like, I can't really do it on my own unless I take the time to, like, record each part, or it's, like, just really difficult. Yeah. And it's, like, if I'm busy playing all this stuff that I have to, like, basically cover, then I, like, I don't even have time to put in to, like, learn my own stuff. You should record in ensembles. I want to, but I just don't take the time. I don't know why. Dude, but then you'll, like, appreciate that forever. Yeah. But if you do it, you have to do it the right way, or else you're going to be, like, shit... You're going to go back and listen to it later, and you're going to be like, oh, I should have done this a little bit different. Yeah, it's just going to be hard because, like, playing something that's, like, an ensemble by myself, recording yeah. each part, is going to be different because, like, I'll just have to record, like, one part. An ensemble would be how many different parts? Like, four parts, usually. Okay. So, it would just be weird because, like, with, I don't, I don't know how to say, like, mainstream music or, like, all, like, music modern music basically it all like has the same tempo like you set that click mm-hmm. track and then you just go but with a lot of classical music there's parts where you slow down a little speed up a little so it would just be hard to do that's so crazy to me <laughs> like i can't read music anymore but ever ever <laughs> well i was able to i took that guitar class in high school oh yeah that's true but i mean i just it never meant much to me it never did me any good because it just you know, I, I never used it that way. Mm-hmm. I don't like music that way. I know you do because your classical stuff is built around that. Mm-hmm. Built around music theory. Yeah, it's it's so weird because, like, reading, like, music music, like, you wouldn't be able to play classical guitar without that. Yeah. But, like, you wouldn't be able to play, like, rock guitar with it. Like, it's so weird. Like, they're both the same instrument, but they're so different. I find it more along the lines of, like, Classical needs that because you're using the entire guitar almost. Mm. And rock or even my kind of music is really simple and dumbed down. And like even if you needed, you know, sheet music, it would just be... It'd be like pretty much the same notes with like one note changed here and there. I mean, that's basically like, you know, like all the Blink songs. Like Damn It and What's My Age Again. Mm -hmm. Always like the last notes are different, but the first note... Like the entire progression, that the chord progression changes what note it is to start with, mm-hmm. but then the riff is just like the same thing over and over. Like damn it, it's just C G A F. But you still have that riff, you know. It's the last part of the riff is just different every time. So I mean, it's not like it would look like crazy if you wrote it down like sheet music. It just looked. I don't know how to explain it. It's just like tabs works better. Mm-hmm. Just so much easier. Just I think it's more specific for the needs. Like with classical, like when you're reading it, you have to know what position you're going to be in to play those notes. Like it's the same note gets repeated all over the neck of the guitar. Mm-hmm. So when you're reading that, you basically know where you have to be. Does classical go for different, like the same note, but just different octaves a lot? You mean like in a row or something? Like... How do you explain it? Do they go for like the same note but just a higher on a higher string or just a different different string but just the same note just for a different tone? Yeah, like sometimes there are opportunities where you can like kind of choose where you want to play mm-hmm. a certain part, and it's like depends on like well if you're playing the melody all because the texture of the strings are different like the lower three compared to the higher three. Yeah. So if you're, like, playing the melody on the higher three, and then you, like, go into a position where you would have to play, like, melody note randomly on, like, one of the lower ones, yeah. and it sounds kind of out of place, then maybe you want to play it in a different spot, so. I was wondering, is, like, tone, like, compared to, like, I guess a better way to say is, like, an open string would sound different, you know what I mean? Yeah, in a all, well, I won't say all, but, like, any time in a ensemble kind of thing mm-hmm. where you can close the notes instead of having them open it's considered better i guess just because of tuning where it's like if you're slightly out of tune when like two guitars play the same note open it'll be more noticeable than if like they're closed and i'm sure open strings just stain out more and just sounds weird for cutting that off quick Mm -hmm. it just sounds like really fast and just not right whatsoever because you're too focused on doing everything else 
Like, when it comes to my stuff, it's just... I don't even know how to explain it. I'm, I'm not really sustaining that many notes with punk. It's just really fast. And I'm at the point where I don't notice it's fast, like, normal to me. So, like, now when I listen to classic rock, like, when I started playing, like, when we were kids and, like, you know, covering stupid stuff, like... <laughs> The Who, Bob O'Reilly, and whatnot. <laughs> that is so slow to me when I listen to that now. Yeah. And it's just like... Like, I'm sure it's the same thing when you're listening to your music now. Mm. All the post-hardcore and the metalcore and... Do you listen to metalcore? Yeah. I don't want to say you do and you don't. I'm just guessing. Dude, it's like... It's almost the same thing, but it's heavier to me. How much of the stuff were we listening today that was that? Come on. It's true. Come on. But I feel like that's also like... You, you probably feel the same way where like... That's really fast compared to the old stuff, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's really weird listening to old stuff, and it's just like, you can feel a chorus coming compared to like, from like a mile away compared to like, today's music where, our stuff we listen to where, you get like a two second break, <laughs> and like the drums cut out, and then it just comes in loud. It's just totally, totally different. I can't listen to old stuff, like it's so frustrating for me. I still love it and appreciate it. Yeah. Like I was listening to, um... Emily's brother listened to Ruby Tuesday the other day, mm-hmm. Rolling Stones. And it was like, oh, I used to love this song. And I was like, where's the chorus? Where's the chorus? <laughs> and it just wasn't coming. And I was like, this is just ridiculous. And then I found it's like, you know, like a five minute song or whatever. And I was like, no way. Like, how do they do this? Yeah, like, when I got into music, like, that's all I would listen to is like the Beatles. I have all the Beatles albums and mm-hmm. Rolling Stones and all that. And now, like, I can't even remember last time I actually, like, I still appreciate it. Yeah. Like, I know that that's the reason why I got involved in music in the first place. So it's like, I appreciate it and I respect that it's like, it is amazing music, but I just don't listen to it. I mean, I guess you have to start there because that's really where music started, you know, influencing like everything. I mean, not class. I mean, besides class women, like, with the rock and roll thing up until now. And I don't know, for me, it was just, it was a big influence, but not anymore. Mm-hmm. I used to listen to, like, Jack Johnson, like, acoustic stuff, and, like, really mellow everything. I used to listen to uh, Simon and Garfunkel all the time. I know you did too, right? Mm-hmm. And then, um, this just died out. I don't know. Led Zeppelin, even. Like, it's just weird. You know, one thing I appreciate when I listen to that stuff, though, is the recording quality. Because, yeah. like, they don't, they didn't have all the shit that we have now. Mm. And then I listen back and it's like, how the fuck do they make those noises out of everything? <laughs> Especially like what like we were saying, like Queen and all that stuff. I don't know how they, you know, Freddie Mercury was how fucking amazing. And I can appreciate him now that I've been doing music for so much longer that like I understand the process of recording. Mm-hmm. Compared to like, oh, they just did it and they, you know, they had the technology back then, but they really had nothing. Yeah. Like when the uh, Beatles were recording a lot of, a lot of their stuff, mm-hmm. they were like, basically just paying people like invent more stuff because we need more like the tracks they only had a limited number of tracks they record on to mm-hmm. like please invent stuff with more and more so that we can record what was that track that Yoko Ono went crazy on uh revolution number nine I think that's so fucking weird that was crazy yeah I was thinking about that one and like although it was crazy it was like crazy for its time I'm sure too mm-hmm. I mean maybe people didn't like it Maybe people did for like a little bit, and they're like, "This was great," and like, "No, yours." And then the acid trip ends. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, but I think it was still really inventive for its time, Mm. even though she's a fucking idiot, crazy bitch, psycho. If you go, oh no! If you own a Microsoft phone, (laughs) we apologize. If we use Stitcher, we apologize. Uh, (laughs) That's all I wanted to say. Um, I don't know. Like I remember, like. The first way I learned guitar was the YouTube videos, and then we had that uh, first band practice at Pope's house, like three months. It was no, it was a min- month into me playing guitar. Three months in, really? Yeah, it was three months into me playing guitar. Crazy. And I was singing. And I lied to you guys. I said I could sing. I didn't. I hadn't sung like ever, <laughs> just for myself. I felt like such an asshole all the time. I was like, why did I say that? And I was like, <laughs> I wanted to be in a band so bad because I was getting so in good stars like every single day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, fuck it. If I suck, I suck. But I might as well try. And then I probably wouldn't be doing what I do now if it wasn't for all that stuff. So I probably would have never started writing. Or singing. Or singing. <laughs> Gotta start somewhere. Just lie your way into a band <laughs> that's right kids lie your way into a band Yoko Ono lie kids, your way into a marriage lie about everything and it'll totally work out 
Even if it doesn't make sense to lie at that point, just do it. You know what we should do? We should take one of those old songs that I wrote and just redo it and see how I could sing it. It'd be really interesting. You think? Like, whatever one has the most potential, we should just redo. Genghis Khan. Nah, Take 20. A... Genghis Khan was... It's very interesting listening to Genghis Khan now that I've listened to Hardcore History of the Podcast. Which, by the way, is fucking amazing. Um, because we were so fucking wrong about all the <laughs> shit that we wrote about. We got a couple things right now. Yeah. The falling off the horse thing was cool. Go Did back. we get right about the Temujin stuff? His name, Temujin? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. When these are the the uh, Hardcore History podcast, he was like purposely trying to throw people off. He kept on like calling this guy Temujin. He's like, Temujin. And he's like, the reason you don't know who I'm talking about is because Temujin got a nickname later in life. And I was like, I fucking knew it, <laughs> Genghis Khan. And, uh, but no, he calls him Genghis Khan, which I guess is the proper way of calling it. I don't know. Genghis. I, Genghis just sounds better. Doesn't everybody say Genghis? I've never heard someone other than that history guy say Genghis. Yeah. I don't know. Genghis was a bad motherfucker. So was Attila the Hun. Attila. Attila. He was a Hun. It's really interesting. I was listening to that podcast about Genghis and, um, like, they were, you know, like, the rough, beat up, you know, Mongolians that were like, uh, they weren't slumming it, but, you know, they were going from place to place nomadic, and they weren't, like, rich. But then they start pillaging and, like, taking all those people's shit. And, like, after stealing shit from so many people, they ended up, like, dressing like they were, like, royalty. Every single one, because they stole so much shit from everywhere. And, like, they had their own style after a while that was just, like, they looked fucking godly. Like, absolutely rich. It was really interesting. How far am I? Like, 40? 42. Oh, man. That was a good guess. Um... Anyway, back to music. Genghis Khan was a horrible song. No, I like the, the guitar part. Even though now the chorus reminds me of uh, Alice Cooper's School Out for Summer. School's Out. That is semi-similar, I guess. Yeah. But still its own thing. I mean, every song's not like something else anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious, like, once can you get to the point where your little kid can just sing into a microphone and you have a new song? And it's just going to sound like the computer's going to be like, oh, here's the perfect song we're going to make with your voice where you did. We're going to auto-tune you to shit and change the tone and pitch you and everything. I think eventually it's going to happen. Like, you're going to go on your Facebook and, like, everybody's going to be like, oh, here's a new song I just made in, like, ten minutes. And it's going to be like, that's so catchy. And it's going to be, like, all the other songs. <laughs> I think it's going to eventually come to that. They basically already have that with that, uh... There was some kind of app. You know that youtube channel that like auto tunes the news and shit yeah they like made an app that basically did that oh songify or whatever it is yeah i have songify and it's weird because you choose the chord progression and like it auto tunes you to that key and everything it's cool it's not great but you can tell it's like technology that someone really had to work to get at that like is pretty fucking awesome mm-hmm. although you know it doesn't always sound right i mean look at Auto-tune going wrong is the best example is the Rebecca Black Friday video. <laughs> because the way... I think two things would happen with that. She auto-tuned herself like it just sounded weird. Didn't fit her voice. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that she was a bad singer. It's just that the way she sang the word Friday sounded like Fran Drescher. Friday! <laughs> and I was just like, no. And then I heard her sing another song later on like she came out with. And it was like, she's not a bad singer. I mean, granted, her parents paid a shitload of money just to get it recorded and probably auto-tuned as well, but it wasn't like she was horrible. But I feel like the future is going to be, like, shit for music. <laughs> like, as long as pop-punk and post-hardcore and all... It's either going to go heavier or it's going to go, like, New Sleeping with Sirens. <laughs> <laughs> and I like the New Sleeping with Sirens. But I just, I, I wouldn't be able to listen to, like, Justin Bieber ever. I thought it was going to go two ways. I don't know. I find it weird that you're going to have that generation that, like, grew up with Led Zeppelin and all them and the Beatles and all them die off eventually. 
It's gonna be weird. Because that's, like, really the start, you know what I mean, of, like, you don't hear the oldest of old people, that sounds horrible, you know what I mean, like, saying, like, oh, that great swing band back in the 30s, and it's just, like, there was nobody that really had a name for themselves, you know what I mean? Except for, like... Sinatra. Sinatra. Um, Louis Armstrong. B.B. King was, I don't know when he was, 50s. Yeah, 50s. I mean, and then Elvis came, I forget when Elvis was, 50s. 50s into the 60s. I mean, there's, the first was uh, Rock Around the Clock with Bill Haley and the Comets, right? First rock and roll song? Yeah. No, I don't think so. That was like one of the first big ones. They were, well, big ones was because they were white. They were, there was rock before then, but it was black people and nobody liked that. Like a transition from blues, right? Yeah, like Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry. He was there, like, before Elvis, but Elvis was white, so it's parents were okay with, like, daughters wanting to get dicked by Elvis. It's your brother, Marvin Berry. Remember that new sound you're looking for? Well, listen to this. And then it's Michael J. Fox. <laughs> that scene. Greatest scene ever. And then you know what? Kids are probably going to see that scene someday and be like, fuck, that's how it happened. Michael J. Fox went back in time. <laughs> no, but I think that it's going to be weird when that dies off, especially, like, you know, the people that can say that they saw ACDC in concert and shit, like, back then, and Led Zeppelin and the Beatles, and... I mean, I know it's a huge gap of time, but... Eventually it's gonna be gone, that was gonna be like... When I was a kid, I saw Nirvana, and... That's gonna be awesome. <laughs> I saw, like, the Spice Girls in concert. <laughs> I like, saw Sleeping with Sirens <laughs> when they were actually a good band. <laughs> like, it's gonna be like... Can you imagine old guys listening to rap and shit and hip-hop? I'm still waiting for it, man. It's gonna be weird. It's gonna be really fucking weird. I'm gonna be so so confused, like, what if they're gonna play at the grocery stores? Uh, I didn't think about that. Because now they always play, like, classic rock a lot of the time, or, like, really mellow stuff from now. Yeah, they play, like, Plain White Tees, 1, 2, 3, 4 at Walmart all the time. But, uh, think about, like, all the old people when they were, like... When that music came out, they were like, devil music! And yeah. now they just play at the grocery stores. So, like, are they going to play, like, one more old, like, some music that we think is devil music right now or some shit? Oh, man. I didn't think about that. I don't even know what that would be considered, actually. You know what? Gore. Gore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the fuck? I can't think of the fucking name. Give me that. Warp door. Oh, I'm feeling so stupid. Black Veil Brides. <laughs> Black Veil Brides everywhere. Them and Justin Bieber. Fucking buildings will be burnt down. <laughs> I can't imagine. I feel like Black Veil Brides just should have been like around like 20 years ago and <laughs> toured with Metallica. The other thing maybe is like actually a good singer, but it's like, how cool it would be to tour with Metallica? Let's just keep on doing this music and maybe we'll do it. <laughs> I don't know. I think it would be really cool if like eventually people were more open to like everything they didn't just play one genre mm-hmm. it's not that they're playing one genre it's more than once they're playing like the same fucking like shit the same fucking shit every store has a loop like every time I go to Walmart it's the same shit yeah every time I shop right it's same fucking music and I feel like it's to the point where it's, music is such a business mm-hmm I mean, it's always been a business. You Music know. is in everything. It's in the stores, it's in the commercials, it's in the movies, it's in the TV shows, it's in fucking everything. When it comes to new stuff, I feel like bands can't be original anymore. Look at Fall Out Boy. They like their new shit. It sucks. Mm-hmm. And I feel like part of it is if they went back to their old stuff, you know, maybe it wouldn't be in the grocery store. Maybe it wouldn't be like everywhere where people can hear it. And regardless of if it sucks compared to the old stuff or not. Yeah, I think think that happens, especially with anybody that ever screams in their music. Yeah. Like, that happens so many times when people, like, asking Alexandria was going to be on Jimmy Kimmel, I think, whoever, whatever late night show is they have music on sometimes. And, like, they want to do, like, a really popular song off the album. And then they found out it was, like, screaming, like, can't do that. Really? So they had to, like, pick a new song to do. And then, um, I mean, look at all the popular songs that, like, Fallout Boy has done. They have screaming in some of their songs, yeah, but, but none of the popular ones do. You know that reminds me of the asking Alexandria thing, where mm-hmm. like, oh, we can't do that. Reminds me of when Elvis was on TV and they wouldn't show his legs yeah. the way he would move. That's like the same exact thing. Like they're just like, 
it's like showing the person. It's like showing their image, but it's taking away from what they really are. It's like censoring them. Exactly. And it's really, it's really, really sad. Because not letting them be them. And mm-hmm. if it's not going to be them, then what's the point of liking a band if, you know, how do you know if you're really going to like them? Yeah. Like, if Blink held back, or like if Nirvana, like one of their biggest things that they ever did was MTV Awards, where they were told not to play Rape Me. But then they started playing for the first five seconds, and they stopped. Kurt Cobain stopped. And it's like, that's just a total character of him, like, to be a badass. And they almost cut the line on the MTV mm-hmm. Awards back in the day. Or, like, Blink, like, any time that they were, like, recording a concert, and they, like, totally kept it all clean or something. Like, yeah. that would be totally ridiculous and, like, totally misrepresenting them. Their whole, uh, their whole live album, you know how fucked up that was. <laughs> like, they're just, like, talking so much stupid shit. Tom talking about, like, I'm gonna fuck every single one of you in the crowd tonight. And just, like, if they didn't say that... Like, him saying that's like, whoa, he said that, but at the same time, it's like, I'm so used to it, it's them. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason I like them. Not just that, but music, <laughs> but I mean... <laughs> I just want to get fucked by Tom. <laughs> exactly. But, like, if it if they weren't that way, if they were purposely avoiding that kind of behavior, mm-hmm. then you'd just be able to, like, tell, like, it just wouldn't be their behavior. It would be awkward. It'd be really awkward. And maybe they do that from time to time, like, they have to keep professional on TV and shit. Mm-hmm. But it's not like it's not like they're changing their image. Like they're still being serious about their own music. They're still being serious about you know everything. That's why I liked Blink because it was like they had the serious stuff like violence and then down and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Very very serious. And then they dick jokes. <laughs> I don't know. I think that the censoring shit's wrong. That was asking Alexander. You said yeah. Um, that's fucked up. It's really fucked up. How far on are we? 51, almost 52. I feel like an asshole for keep on asking that. <laughs> for keeping on asking this. We need like sentence. a clock to keep on asking. Yeah. Um, it's so much easier to talk about music. Yeah. Fuck. We should just do a separate podcast for music. <laughs> or we should just talk about music more often. I don't know. Anyway, Fans Warped Tour 2013 compilation. Had Four of the Foxes on it, who I played with. And it was fucking weird. Just like to throw that out there. <laughs> because I was so excited just because it's like, how people can say that a band they played with is on the compilation for Warp Tour. Before the Foxes used to be like, absolutely amazing in my head, but now they're just, I was like alternative pop, weird, really alternative. And like, stuff like the Wonder Years now is cool. What are you reminds me of, like, a day to remember, just more pop-punk? Like, more into the pop-punk yeah. line than the hardcore line. Yeah. Same thing with, like, the band Man Overboard. I don't know if you know them. They're, like, along those same lines. But when it comes to, like, those kind of bands, I'm not a huge fan of, like, they have so many different vocalists. There's the band Forever the Sickest Kids, and everybody in that band <laughs> sings... And I like it. Like, they're all really good. But sometimes I just overdo it. Like, Taking Back Sunday, you used to listen to them, right? Mm-hmm. Where you just have to do dual vocals. Yeah. Like, it's... I love that more than anything. Like, The, the End of Feeling is by Blink, where they, you know, do the uh, Fate Fell Short, and then Are We Alone, Can You Feel It, So Lost and Disillusioned. Mm-hmm. When that overlaps, it sounds like so badass. I love overlapping vocals, but some bands just overdo it. And I can't stand it. <laughs> Like, they do it in stupid parts. Like, I feel it should be, like, in a... Either in a low part or, like, a, the high part of the song. Mm-hmm. Not, like, everywhere. Yeah. So I feel like it just loses its meaning. Like, if you're saying two different things at the same time, I can't really get out of it what you're trying to get across. Or I like it when they use two vocalists, like, go back and forth really fast. Like, where it wouldn't really be possible for one vocalist to do it. I think yeah. that's cool. There's a... Uh, that one song, like I was saying, for the uh, We Are In The Crowd, where it's like a girl and a guy, mm-hmm. that's so cool, but I feel like when it's a girl and a guy, your brain almost thinks that they're singing to each other, like, automatically. Yeah. And I feel like, lyrically, how far can you go with that? I don't know. I, I'm not really into that. What other bands have two vocalists? Mayday Parade used to, when they did uh, Miserable at Best and everything. Um, Alice Santa has 
three, but only Seriously? one singer, I think. The others do uh, Scream. Mm. But then they also have the singer's sister on the albums, but she never actually tours with them. Really? Yeah. Did you listen to... I'm sure... Yeah, I played it for you. Plus 44, the Make You Smile, where it's like Mark and some girl. You probably heard it, but I don't remember. It's like, that's so cool, where it goes back and forth, but it only works in that song. If it was every song, it almost had the same feel to it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I love you, I hate you, blah, blah, blah. Like, there's going back and forth, and... Like, the uh, One Sleeping With Sirens acoustic song. Like yeah, it, the, it worked yeah. for that, but if they tried to do it, like, the whole EP, it would just be like, all right, this, who Don't the fuck is this? about me? Yeah. That's such an awesome song. It's my favorite song, but... Yeah, it wouldn't... It'd be so fucking weird if they did that over and over and over. They do that in, uh, there's a... Do you ever hear the Bright Eyes? I'm sure I played them for you back in the day. Probably. But... There was a girl on, I think, like, one or two songs on, um, I forget the album. But anyway, it was just, it fits in some scenarios. But, like, guy and girl together just sounds like Sonny and Cher to me. <laughs> like, I got you, babe. And it's just like, oh, they're in love. And every song, they're in love. And they're going to have a baby that's going to change gender. Chaz Bono. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, too soon. <laughs> and, I don't know, I just... It can't not sound like a love song. Yeah. Or a breakup song. Or a breakup song. Or, like, you can't sing about, like, my dad's an asshole or, like... Mine, too. Yeah, mine, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, is this the same guy? Like, who are they? Like, it's it's just stupid. And especially if you're not related, then it sounds stupid. I don't think it's, like... It's, like, obviously you make a song relatable. But it's not supposed to be, like, that relatable that the other singer feels exactly the same way about everything. And you can't have an argument in a song from two different people about how you feel about something either. If that makes sense. That's confusing. Like if the people are actually arguing, you mean? Yeah. Like you can't have like two people singing about like... Like Blink's song Man Overboard's about a friend that is into drugs and whatnot and ends alcoholic and you have to say like, you know, we can't be friends anymore, I'm sorry, you know. And I feel like if you have two vocalists singing at the same time, that's just really weird to me. Like, it feels so much more personal when it's one person singing about it. Okay, yeah, I see what you mean. Like, if two people are like, singing about it, it's like, hey, bro. Bad cop, bad cop. Exactly. <laughs> but, like, two people singing about it, it's weird, but, like, one person, it's like, you know, it's more, a lot more personal lyrically. Mm-hmm. The lyrics mean more. No. No. <laughs> anyway. Um, shit. Shit. I'm having so much fun talking about music, actually. I can't think of anything else to say. We might just end again. Okay. But actually, I want to say. Say. Next time. Check it. We're having... Not next time, but eventually we're having Reed Meeker on. Check it. Coming back from Korea. He said he would do it. Yeah. Um, and then hopefully we'll promote with Stitcher and see what they do. Because we mentioned them how many fucking times. What if they hate Microsoft and they're like, fuck Microsoft, fuck <laughs> iTunes. And they're going to listen to... Fuck Bill Gates. Fuck Bill Gates. Um, yeah, I think that it's going to be fucking awesome to have Reed on here and talk about Korea. I'm really curious about, like, the South Koreans' perspective on North Korea compared to here. I mean, we're fucking scared as hell and we're, like, concerned. I wouldn't say rivals, but we're not on good terms with them. But we're, like, super far away where, like, they can't do shit to us. And then South Korea is not exactly on good terms with North Korea either, and they're right next to them. So that intrigues me a lot. Because I'm sure that they have certain precautions in case something was going to go down. As I saw a video one time of, like, they had a, a scare where they thought they were going to get bombed or whatever, like a... Just a little safety thing, like, you know, you have a fire drill or something like that. Mm-hmm. And people were freaking out at a grocery store, and everybody's, like running around getting bread and milk and shit and getting groceries and the whole place looked like chaos and I didn't know if it was real or fake but if that's the way it is that's fucking crazy so we'll ask them if that actually happens or not but why would you even worry about groceries if you're about to be attacked wouldn't it be like well, it get the like fucking guns bunker down type thing it wasn't like it's gonna happen right now it's like oh we're in a what we're in it? the orange we're level orange, <laughs> like, basically that's what I was looking for like, they have that level where it's like, uh, there's a pretty good chance that we're going to fucking die. 
And I don't know. I don't know about South Koreans. I mean, they'd be yelling shit. I wouldn't understand if... Imagine being him, like... I can't imagine being in a country for six months and not understanding a word anybody else is saying. He doesn't know the language. No, he doesn't know South Korean. What was he doing over there? He was studying abroad for... Like, so you just had large number of people that spoke English around him? Yeah. Basically. It was like a school that he could, you know... I think he said like one class or a certain amount of classes were in English then one was like mixed or something like that. I don't remember. <sighs> something weird. I'll have to ask him. I forget. I could be wrong. Um, but yeah. I think that's fucking crazy. Plus he visited his brother who's... His brother Skylar who's in... Uh, over there stationed. That could get confusing. I know. Skylar and Skylar. Yeah, let's not... Let's just change his name for this podcast. Let's change your name. No, you can't change... My, I'm, my name's in the title. You'd be Sky. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, so... Hopefully we'll have him on soonish. I mean, you get back... It'll probably be July, because you have to go away. Yeah. So he gets back the 22nd or the 21st... 22nd, I think it is. And that's the day I leave. That's the day you leave. So then, you know, I don't want to have him right on right after he gets back anyway. That'd be kind of douchey. Like, like as he's family. getting off the plane, James Guy Podcast here with the <laughs> exclusive interview. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so fucking mean. Uh, I don't want to like shove him down his throat. You know what I mean? Like, dude, when we're doing the podcast, I'm seeing my family since I got back from Korea, man. Be like, fuck your family. Fuck your family, man. <laughs> Do the podcast with us. They can just listen to the motherfucking podcast. <laughs> They'll get all the information that they needed. It's like a six-hour podcast. It's like Burt Kreischer one time. He did two podcasts in a row, two three-hour ones with Rogan. Why? They just kept talking and kept talking and kept talking. Damn. I know. But, I mean, look. I mean, you and me do you and me all the time. And so, like, nothing really happens that much in between. So we don't do that long. Mm Mm-hmm. And plus, we don't have, like, guests besides a kid that talks about blowjobs and (laughs) WrestleMania. And, uh, and then occasionally your girlfriend just chimes in about how stupid you are or something. Yeah, some mermaids. <laughs> Mermaid man and Barnacle Boy. And, um, yeah. So, I mean, like, when you, those people don't go on his show that often. People that talk about blowjobs? No, I mean, on Rogan. Like, guess? Yeah. I mean, like, remember he used to have Joe Diaz on there all the time. Mm-hmm. Like Bert on there, like, once in a while. He still has Bert on there once in a while. But, like, I haven't seen Joe Diaz in, on there in forever. Or Duncan Trussell or Ari Shafir hasn't been on there lately. I mean, he's getting more... Science-y and science-y shit. science and shit. Stuff that I don't even fucking understand. He had a guy on there last time was just like, this table's here, but it's moving really, really fast, all the atoms and shit, so it's like, it's not really a solid object, it's just a whole bunch of molecules just moving really, really fast. It just looks like it. <laughs> so in your head, if you believe it's there, it's there. It's like... Yeah, I saw this one like video clip of him talking with a guy about the the Matrix like some and like guy. Yeah, some weird. some somehow he discovered that there was like binary code in like all of the natural world or some shit. And I was like, this is too much. Too much. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Especially because like you know that some of the Death Squad people are too fucking stupid. <laughs> like I love Death Squad to death, but you know that some of those fans are not going to be able to keep up with that. Like, when is Joe going to talk about weed <laughs> and UFC again? <laughs> I'm just going to be like, oh, man. His fan base is so awesome. I love Death Squad people because they're like, love Joe and Joey Diaz and all those guys, but he says his last cast was Everlast. Everlast is an American singer-songwriter known for such as his What's It Like and Put Your Lights On. As a founding member of House of Pain. The show? That's all I know. I don't... That's all I know is House of Pain. That's fucking weird. I haven't been listening to uh, Yoshi Didn't lately. Now what Bert, Asian porn what guy. What Bert Kreischer did on his last one is called Fitness Special with Chris Ty Walker and me. So we got this personal trainer and an ex-track scar, Chris Ty Walker... Who visited Bert's man cave for a chat, an interactive Bert cast, where Bert goes on a treadmill on a run, and you do the run at the same time, and set the pace to like whatever Bert tells you to and whatnot during it. 
see if you can keep up with Bert's pace and everything. It's like an interactive thing. Just it's gonna be different. I think it's pretty cool. It's a cool idea to do something different. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people obviously aren't gonna do it. I hope the whole thing isn't like. It's <laughs> <laughs> like you hear the treadmill going. <laughs> oh, I'm always calling. All right, I'll call her back in a minute. But we'll end it. All right, Bill Gates. Bill Gates, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you.